Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of April 11, 2021. All of the following events are virtual. Participate from your computer, cell phone, or landline on Zoom by dialing 669-900-6833 and entering the code 862-9889-6972. Savvy in Owensboro, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, will hold its April meeting on Tuesday, April 13. For more information about Savvy and to get in on all the action, contact Cheryl Lott, Savvy President at 270-686-8689. The Tri-State Library Users Book Club and Business Meeting will take place on Saturday, April 17 at 11 a.m. Eastern. The book we're reading this month is All My Patients Kick and Bite by Jeff Wells. Grab a copy from Bard or Bookshare and enjoy some humorous glimpses into the life of a vet. The KCB Board of Directors meeting is on Monday, April 19 at 8 p.m. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision's next Low Vision Support Group meeting will be Wednesday, April 21 at 7.30 p.m. KCCLV is selling 50-50 drawing tickets for $10 a ticket. Tickets can be obtained by calling the KCB office at 502-895-4598. The winner will win half the pot, a great stash of cash for all your spring shopping. The winner will be drawn at the April 21 Low Vision Support Group meeting. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites everyone to its Friday evening roundabout on April 23. We'll have page turners sponsored by the Tri-State Library users where you can share good books and, if there's time, play a word game or two. The next Guide Dog Users of Kentuckyana meeting is Monday, April 26 at 7 p.m. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its spring quarterly meeting on Friday, April 16 at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Our main order of business that evening will be the election of officers and directors. If more than one candidate should run for any given office, we are required by our Constitution to have a secret ballot. We therefore will be using Zoom for the election, and everyone is asked to join the call either by using the one tap or by dialing 669-900-6833 and entering the code 875-8747. One five one two. If requested, enter the passcode zero one eight seven six four. Here is the nominating committee report. A Zoom link will not be used for this meeting. When it is time to vote, we will be asked to raise our hands for the candidate we prefer. Participants will not be able to see how others are voting, and the host, who will not be a member of the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, will be able to count the votes and report the results. If you have questions about the voting process, please call the KCB office at 502-895-4598. And now, here is the GLCB Nominating Committee report as submitted by Joey Couch, Nominating Committee Chair. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold elections at its quarterly meeting on Friday, April 16. 
Since GLCB did not have elections last year due to the pandemic, we will be filling the entire board. The officers include President, First Vice President, Second Vice President, Secretary, and Treasurer, along with four director seats. Officers will serve two-year terms, and directors will serve one-year partial terms. Bill Wright, President, Deb Lewis, First Vice President, and all four directors have completed two consecutive terms and so are not eligible to run again for the same office. The nominating committee proposes the following slate of candidates for the above-mentioned positions. Officers, two-year terms. President, Natalie Couch, Louisville. First Vice President, Patty Cox, Louisville. Second Vice President, Kendall Perry, Louisville. Secretary, Terry Turlow, Louisville. Treasurer, Deanna Scoggins, Louisville. Directors, one-year terms, Debbie Green, Elizabethtown, Trina Muncy, Jeffersonville, Debbie Persons, Louisville, and Restoria Ross-Jackson, Louisville. Nominations can also be made from the floor. If the person nominated from the floor is not present, they must submit a letter to the committee in advance stating that they are interested in running for a particular office. GLCB Nominating Committee, Joey Couch Chair, Debbie Dethridge, and Adam Rushevel. And now for several other items of news. The first is not very happy. We learned this week of the passing of Leonard Butch Watkins, who has been a longtime member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind, was a graduate of the Kentucky School for the Blind and of Bellarmine University here in Louisville. We will certainly miss Butch as he was a great friend to all. Also, we learned of the passing of Amy Jo Holliday. Many of you may not have known Amy Jo, but she attended our Low Vision Support Group when it was meeting in person before COVID-19. She also attended several roundabouts with GLCB. We will certainly miss Amy. She had been an art teacher before losing her vision, and she was a delightful person. From ACB comes the following. A bill affecting the education of blind and deaf children has once taken a spotlight in the news. On this week's episode of the ACB Advocacy Update, Clark Rackville, ACB's Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs, moderates a panel discussion to mobilize advocates in support of the reintroduced Cogswell-Macy Act. ACB is joined by Mark Reichert, Interim Executive Director, AER, Association for Education and Rehabilitation of the Blind and Visually Impaired, Linda Alsup, Director, National Intervener and Advocate Association, Howard Rosenblum, Chief Executive Officer, National Association of the Deaf, Barbara Raimondo, R-A-I-M-O-N-D-O, Executive Director, Conference of Educational Administrators of Schools and Programs for the Deaf, and Amy Parker, Assistant Professor, Portland State University. Listen online by visiting https colon slash slash tinyurl, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com slash Y-E-2-4-P-P-7-P. To learn how you may support the Cogswell-Macy Act, H.R. 1959 and S. 813, visit www.cogswellmacy.com. 
Cogswell Macy Act, C-O-G-S-W-E-L-L-M-A-C-Y-A-C-T dot O-R-G. The Justice Department has filed papers to intervene on behalf of people who are blind or visually impaired and residents of Chicago to compel the city to install accessible pedestrian signals. The lawsuit was originally filed on behalf of ACB of Metropolitan Chicago, which is being represented by disability rights advocates. A similar lawsuit brought by ACB of New York is pending against New York City and has resulted in a largely favorable court decision. To read the press release issued by the Department of Justice regarding its intervention in the Chicago APS case, visit https colon slash slash tiny earl t-i-n-y-u-r-l dot com slash five four e-z-e-f-w-c another announcement now on be my eyes verizon and jobs for humanity do you need accessibility support on your mobile device customers of verizon can now connect with their phone provider through be my eyes an app for the smartphone. Just access the specialized help menu and find Verizon in the technical category. Give them a call on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time to get an expert from Verizon to help with accessibility features and information about their services. Learn more by visiting https colon slash slash www be my eyes b e m y e y e s dot com slash blog b l o g slash verizon v e r i z o n dash is dash first dash telecom t e l e c o m dash provider dash two dash join dash b dash my dash eyes to make things even more exciting be my eyes has announced their first careers partner jobs for humanity with the launch of their new job board blind dot jobs they already have more than 1000 positions available around the world where employers have committed to interviewing the top visually impaired candidates they're holding open office hours on specialized help a few hours per week to help people get familiar with the service they provide. For up-to-date reminders and announcements about events and other activities and information that's going on in the blindness world, including Zoom links and dial-in information for calls in which you might be interested, subscribe to our email list by sending a blank subscription request to kcb at kentucky-acb.org with subscribe in the subject line. Also, you can subscribe to the list by completing the list subscription form on any page on our website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Not a week goes by that we don't receive calls asking how people without email can find out what's happening in the ACB community. The community began about a year ago when the pandemic came along and it's grown to include nearly 100 Zoom and ACB radio events each week. 
But if you don't know how to join the calls or listen to them on ACB radio or even what they are and when they're happening, you can't be part of the community. On page two, you'll find details about how you can be part of the ACB community free of charge. Learn how you can find out about community events by email or just by using your phone. We include a couple of demonstrations of this week's dial-in recorded information so you can hear how it works. Spring is definitely here, and it's time for yummy meals without having to spend a lot of time fussing around in the kitchen. Patty Cox joins me on page 3 for Cooking with Patty. We chat about a few easy off-the-shelf and freezer products that let you use your microwave to quickly get dinner on the table. We hope you enjoy this week's sound prints. Remember to listen each week and of course always feel free to give us a call at 502-895-4598 with your suggestions and feedback. Have a great week. Page 2 each week, the ACB community is packed with information, news, how-tos, chats, and just plain fun. From morning until night, you'll find a wide variety of events just waiting for you to join in and be part of the action. Every event takes place on Zoom, so you can call from any cell phone, computer, or landline. There are now between 90 and 100 events each week. So how do you know when all of these things are happening? How do you find out dates and times and phone numbers to call? Here's the answers. If you have email, you can receive community event information every day in your inbox. The message will list all of the calls for the day, including times, Zoom links, dial-in numbers, and a brief description of the call. If an event will be on ACB radio, that information is included with each call's details. There's also a preview of calls for the next day and a featured news item or other announcement at the end of the message. On Friday, you receive one message with both the Saturday and Sunday events. And on Saturday, you receive a schedule for the next week from Sunday through Saturday. To subscribe to the list, just send a blank email to acb-community-events plus subscribe at acblists.org. You'll receive a message asking you to confirm that you want to be on the list. Be sure to reply to that message in order to join the list. But what if you don't have email? No problem. ACB provides all of the schedule information by phone. To reach the telephone community information, dial 612-332-3242 and press 1024. The community calls are arranged by day. As you will hear, you can press 1 for Sunday, 2 for Monday, 3 for Tuesday, etc. For our demo here, we first let you hear the opening announcements and instructions from Sunday, April 11. These details are only included in the Sunday option, along with the event information for that day. Most of the time, these opening instructions and announcements don't change. Celebrating one year of community. Welcome to our ACB community. Safe, respectful, welcoming. 
please read our community events expectations, including our ACV core values and code of conduct, which drive all we do at ACV. You can find them at https colon slash slash acv.org slash community dash event dash expectations. This is also where you can learn how to schedule an event. Below is information on how to connect to this week's ACV community call. These calls are open to everyone. Membership in ACV is not required. Note, more calls may be added throughout the week. Be a friend and invite a friend to join us and subscribe to our email list to receive the daily schedule by sending a blank email to acb-community-events plus sign, subscribe at acblist.org. Those without email can access this information by phone by dialing 1-800-424-8666 and listening to the prompts. Many of our calls will be streamed live on ACB Radio. When this is to be done, we will post the event in the daily schedule along with the ACB Radio link. You can also listen on your Alexa device by saying, name, open the ACB radio, insert stream name here, Still, All the stream names used are one word, mainstream, cafe, live, special, community. The exception is mainstream west, and in that case, you do not say radio, but rather just open ACB mainstream west. And with community, just say open ACB community. And here is option five for the menu. Wednesday events beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern. Remember, these lists of information change each week. Wednesday, April 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern or later. It's electric. 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Hawaii time. Connect with us for current info about those small kitchen appliances we love so much. Instant Pot, Air Fryers, Low Cookers, and more. Let's share our favorite appliances, tips, resources, and recipes. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 869-5335-1998. Pass code 694 one six seven. It's springtime. Let's spring into action. Seven PM Eastern, four PM Pacific, one PM Hawaii time. Are you thinking about starting a garden this year? Or perhaps you are thinking about sprucing up the one you already have? Are you familiar with plants and which ones need more sunlight than others? And how about those flowers? Which will bloom each year and which ones will not? Whether it's an indoor or outdoor garden, join us along with Chris Saga as we explore the world of horticulture and all the aspects surrounding it. Bushes, plants, trees, flowers. No matter what, we got you covered. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 304-870-844. Passcode 196-899. Sharing parenting experiences. 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Hawaii time. 
Come share your parenting questions and experiences with Mom Rachel and two grandmas, Linda and Linda. All are welcome, even if you only borrow your favorite kid once in a while. Sponsored by ACB Women's Committee. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 967-4947-7744. Passcode 347803. Remembering the Titanic. 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Hawaii time. Today marks 109 years since the Titanic sank after hitting an iceberg. Join Matt Volgrecht for a special presentation to discuss and commemorate the Titanic disaster. Come with your questions about the Titanic and get ready to go back in time through vivid descriptions, stimulating discussion, and more. Find out the answers to common questions and controversies about the disaster, and learn tidbits you never knew before. Brew a cup of tea, and join us for this powerful presentation. Phone 312-626-6799. Webinar ID 894 4833-4971. Disability Studies Reading Group, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Hawaii time. Our group meets on the second and fourth Wednesdays to discuss books that examine disability from personal, cultural, and political perspectives. This week, we'll talk about the introduction through Chapter 4 of Accessible America, A History of Disability and Design by Beth Williamson, DB94027. Check out invisiblebooks.wordpress.com for more information. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 889-5244-2079. Passcode 608483. Open mic night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Hawaii time. Come share your talent with our fun and awesome community. Music, poetry, stories, etc. Your performance material can be up to 10 minutes in length. Please keep performances family appropriate with no profanity. Phone. 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 311-423-5410. Passcode 694-167. This roundtable, LIDAR, what is it and how does it work? 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Hawaii time. In this session, roundtable attendees will discuss the various features of LIDAR. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 781-425-635. Pass code 592-190. ACBDA presents NON24 from Vanda Pharmaceuticals. 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Hawaii time. 
Do you want to know more about non-24? Are you sleeping during the day and not at night? Help us, ACBDA, welcome Shauna Jasso, RN, BSN, clinical nurse educator from Vanda Pharmaceuticals, to discuss these questions and more. Sponsored by ACB Diabetics in Action. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 898-9008-3677. Pass code 123-321. Meditation Celebration, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Hawaii time. Join in for a special half hour together, including the 20-minute meditation. We look forward to your coming. Your presence is our gift, our present. Your participation is our anticipation. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 817-6433-2003. Passcode 569951. Midlife Mingle, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Hawaii time. If you would like to connect with others, share hobbies, address any issues or concerns that affect those of us who are middle-aged while having a relaxing and lively discussion, then join Karen Hughes and others. Topics are flexible and all are welcome. Disclaimer. The purpose of this group is for peer support only. It is not a therapy group, nor will it be facilitated by a healthcare professional and does not support to provide mental health services. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 859-4690-3618. Passcode 746-112. This chat meeting, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Hawaii time. These chat meetings are informal opportunities for members and friends to get together in an open chat setting. If you have a technology question, you may find the answer you are looking for in the this chat meeting. Sponsored by Blind Information Technology Specialist, www.b as in boy, i, t as in tom, S as in Sam, dash, A, C, B as in boy, dot org. Phone 312-626-6799. Meeting ID 781-425-635. Passcode 592-190. For more information, email community at acb.org or call 612-332-3242 and select option 3 from the menu to speak to or leave a message for Cindy Hollis, ACB Membership Coordinator. Page 3. Cooking with Patty. Patty and I are sitting at my kitchen table and We're just chatting about quick and easy things to do for dinner to save you time in the kitchen when it's a night that you don't want to cook and you just need to get dinner on the table. Now, sometimes we're all caught up in 
making sure that everything we do is super healthy, and that's fine. And most of the time you can do some quick cooking, and it can be pretty healthy too. But if you're doing something that you think may be just a little high on carbs, if you have to watch your carbs uh, or whatever, you can always add vegetables. Make sure you have enough vegetables. I know sometimes we think we don't like vegetables, but they really are good. And we're going to talk about some good ways and easy ways to prepare them. And, and vegetables add fiber to your meal so that your carbs digest more slowly. That keeps your what's called your glycemic index in your food down and means that if there's uh, something, carbs, whatever, that's going to raise your blood sugar, if you need to watch that, it's going to keep that, keep that down and make that food digest more slowly. Therefore, it won't raise your uh, blood sugar levels as quickly. So, and that applies whether you're having just nice healthy vegetables or if you're having things like you want to have some potatoes or rice or macaroni or whatever. Those things that we think sometimes that diabetics think they might not be able to have very much and you sure would like to have some mashed potatoes. So that those are ways to, to, to be able to have some of those things and um, still make sure that you're not shooting your sugar levels out the roof. So we're going to talk about some of these just a few quick little products that we've rounded up from my freezer and from my cabinet and that are readily available at the store. So Patty, welcome to Soundprints and um, we'll do a cooking with Patty section here. All right. All right. So you can pick what you want to start with. We have a couple of things out here on the table. You tell us what we have, pick it out, and we're going to begin. Okay, we'll start with uh, vegetables. Um, they're frozen. You can get them with rotini, panay, um, different types of, um, of pasta with it. And then a lot of times they have like a little garlic sauce on it. Okay, and so what's really cool about this is, I don't know about everybody else, but I hate to fix pasta on the stove. I'm just not good at that. Adam is great at coming out with great macaroni and really good spaghetti, but... I seem to never get it done exactly right. But in these little packages, out it comes, out your microwave. Oh, yeah. It's just wonderful. Even I can do it. Well, so tell us about this the, okay. vegetables that you so have. There. These vegetables, these are bird's eye. Um, the ones that come in the store brand um, do not have as much of a mix on the vegetables. It's very limited. So... Um, this right here has panay and vegetables. It is Alfredo, so it does have some uh, Parmesan cheese sauce. That's what Alfredo is. And so you take this package, and you'll want to knead it. Like I'm just trying, separating the vegetables, and it doesn't have to be perfect just for a, you know one minute. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to place this in your microwave. And you're going to put the seam side up. And I usually put it in my microwave for five minutes. Um, and it steams right in the bag. And, and let's let's stop a second. You're not opening the bag no, first. No. Yeah. It's sealed up. It's still sealed. From for freezer years, to microwave. Right. So for years we've been told, you know, be sure you open the bag so the pressure doesn't build up and they don't blow up. But it really doesn't happen 
with this. And if you, you need it, that means make sure there's no big clumps of frozen vegetables stuck together before you put it in the microwave. So, right. So you yeah. put it in there for five minutes. Mm-hmm. I let it sit for about two before you come back to it because it will burn your fingers. Um, I, I've experienced at this. Um, Just I let grab it, a dish towel and get that thing out of there. Well, I usually let it sit so I can see if it's tender enough. True. Um, the one good thing about doing your vegetables this way in the microwave is, you you know, a lot of times when you do broccoli on the stove, um, the water boils out. That little bit of water boils out. Your broccoli turns like this brownish color mm-hmm. and your food value value boils out right yeah, with it it does yep so i like all i like broccoli cauliflower um we'll get to one other thing that's really good um but they come out looking really good so if you have someone over have company a friend um you know your vegetables are not going to come out looking really limp they're and the pasta come comes out looking nice, too. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, I just throw that in there. Now, with my pasta, a lot of times, I cook these. The two guys in the house, they're meat eaters. So, like, if I have lasagna left over, um, the guys will eat the leftover lasagna. And Samantha and I, we, we like to eat the vegetables. They're not much of a vegetable-eating people. The guys are. <laughs> so, we will grab one of these. We will grab a package of vegetables, and usually if we have chicken or beef or whatever meat we have left over, um, we will take that and we will cut it up and put it with it. So it's kind of like a pasta vegetable. It's it's a meal all in one. Okay, and let me ask you now. Now, this package here, you said had vegetables in it, but it really has... A lot of pasta, and right. and it's not what you would call, at least what I call, a good serving of vegetables. So, no. we're going to take another package right. of vegetables that you don't have to open the bag. You can just lay in the microwave and cook, and but a different kind of vegetable and mix it with it to make a really nice medley. So, tell us what's in that bag. Um, this is broccoli, carrots, sugar snap peas, and water chestnuts. Now, again, um, you get what you pay for when you go to the store. And I like my vegetables to look really good. And when I buy the store brand, sometimes they come out looking a little limp. Um, You could do the same time, same everything. It's just, they, and it it doesn't have as much flavor. I, Mm -hmm. I like the bird's eye. So, that's why I pay a little more for it, because the, the taste is there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, but, can, so you can save money on something else right. and treat yourself to some really good-looking and good-tasting Well, I could blow everybody's mind. I buy these at Walmart. They're about $2. Um, at our local Kroger's, they're about two thirty-five, And I can go to Walmart, and uh, we get gallons of milk at Walmart for only 75 cents. It's the only place in town <laughs> that we found at 75 cents. So I save on my vegetables and my frozen pasta and on my milk for sure and eggs because eggs are even cheaper at Walmart. Cheaper at Walmart. Yeah. And 
So, um, but I like buying all my pastas that I'm, that we eat them as snacks. Mm -hmm. Samantha will say, hey, I'm cooking vegetables. Well, she'll cook a vegetable and a pasta and, you know, if we don't eat it all at one meal, we, we put it in an airtight bowl mm -hmm. and put it in the fridge and... It might not be the next day, but it might be the following day. And they will keep that way. Yeah. Yes. They keep for They're about great four lunches. days. Yeah. Um, if you have them in a good airtight, I have like a lock and lock glass bowls, you know, yeah. and I put those, that's what I put sure. in there. Right. And and you can set them in the microwave for mm -hmm. a minute or so and warm them up and they'll be just fine. You'll never know that they are uh, leftovers. Some people, oh, I eat leftovers. Well... I don't even know it. That's right. So a lot of things you can't even tell. Now I'll tell you what are. else I do. Um, a lot of times when you get the sauce on top of these vegetables, it, it, it's good flavor, but once you add vegetables, you do need to add to it if you like more of a butter-garlic taste. I take, a, I take about um, one tablespoon, which is a pat of butter, um, sometimes mm -hmm. two. And I take garlic and I mix it with it, um, a little pepper, and I put that over it for a little flavor to it. If I'm just doing, you know, the pasta and And that's vegetables. if you mix the two bags together. Right. And if yeah. not, I do that just on regular vegetables to give them a little more flavor. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a big cauliflower fan, but if I cover it with a little garlic, um, I'll eat that cauliflower that's mixed in with the carrots and the broccoli so and you know another thing that's really easy to fix and add to a meal and a lot of people are going to say "Ooh, i don't like that but it's really good is and it's so simple is is spinach but we don't like the frozen spinach as much as we like the canned so there's two kinds of canned spinach there's the chopped and there's the leaf well the leaf spinach you get much more spinach in a can because it doesn't have as much water in the can. But but if you open those cans, you drain off that water, but you don't have to squeeze it real dry or anything. But just most of the water that just comes out with a, a little bit of, of squeezing. And if you add that pat of butter and a little bit of, um, you know, whatever you want for seasoning. We use Mrs. Dash, so a tiny bit of Mrs. Dash in that and put that in a like a cereal bowl. Um, you know, like you would just one right. of your glass yeah. bowls and sit it in the microwave for a minute and a half and it's good to go. So anything that you have, if it's um, a pasta dish or um, say you want to have some, you know, mac and cheese or potatoes or what, some of those things that if you're really watching your carbs, uh, you can tend to get a little more than you should and so it becomes kind of a little sinful thing. Heat up some of that spinach real quick and that can sure make a difference. But always, in our house, Adam is salad man and we always try to have some fresh vegetables in the salads and maybe mix in a few um, nuts, maybe put um, an, a hard-boiled egg in it, chop that up and we don't chop it, but dice it and put it in there. So it's interesting. It's not the same every night. You know, at Kroger's or Walmart now, when you go by the um, the dressings, mm -hmm. beside the dressings, there's always bacon bits because, I mean, you know, that always makes your salads good. Mm -hmm. But 
they have these little packages that are a dollar something. Um, you could use them on mini salads of like sesame, um, sesame seeds or sunflower seeds. Mm -hmm. They have chopped pecans or they'll mm -hmm. have, you know, a lot of people don't like cranberries, but they have mm -hmm. slivered almonds and cranberries and that's a way to get some cranberries into, you know, it's not a lot. I'm mm -hmm. not saying you have to put a lot, but, no. um, now we can't I, have my husband listening, but he had a salad. Uh oh! And he had cranberries. Did he know what you put in it? No, he didn't. Yes, yeah, that's so, the advantage. <laughs> um, nobody tell the secret. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and you can add things. Um, you know, people don't like onion, like raw onion, but I they can't like stand that. Stand it, Adam loves it. That's right. how you can always tell the salads apart in this house. His right. salad smells god awful with all that onion in it. And mine has none, so. <laughs> well, um, like the Simple Truth, uh, mm -hmm. the more organic stuff, mm -hmm. um, they have these onions that are, um, I really don't know how they make them, but they're, they're real thin. Um, but it has, it, it's kind of like a battering on it. Mm -hmm. They oh. come in a bag. But they're really light. They're like almost like, oh, like they're the onion straws. Yeah. Is that what they are? Well, they're not straws. Okay. They're round rings. Oh. oh. But, okay. Um, but they're really good, and they, you know, um, they're not real salty. Like you okay. would figure, if they were fried, they would, you know, and put mm -hmm. in a package, then they'd yeah. be salty. Yeah. But we add a few of those things on the top of ours. Mm -hmm. um, but that's I well, like that could the, be good. I, I yeah. like onions if they don't have that raw taste. Well, if you know, over by the salads, they've they've came out with so many new things in the past. I would say ten years. Mm -hmm. um, we could have a whole day on sound prints here. The whole thing could be over on food um, <laughs> of all the new things that's happened. In I the think past our listeners years. would like that. They all, we always get calls and comments and emails when. We have a segment on food, so I bet they would like that. Well, Everybody will need to let us know. I want to mention one other thing that we um, that we use, and that is um, now you can buy rice in a pouch, and it is on the shelf. Um, it's in the dry goods with the regular uh, rice in a bag or okay. rice in a box. Okay, but this isn't the rice mix in, in a, like the... The bag of mix where you would get the rice where you get it and you put it in the pot and boil it? No. All right. This is called 90 Second Rice. Let's bring rice. it on. I don't now, do good rice either. <laughs> there's different brands. Uncle Ben makes them. They make different flavors. Some of them have jasmine. Um, some of them are chicken flavor. Um, you know, you can buy different ones. This one right here is Spanish style rice. Oh, yeah. And you can get red beans and rice. So... What you're going to do is you take this package and you knead it in your hands again, like you would do your frozen food. So just going to squeeze it. Yep, squeeze it around a little bit. Now, then you're going to take this bag and you're going to stand it up in your microwave. Just okay. stand it straight up in your microwave. So it's kind of got the base of this is sort of like an oval. Yeah. And each side has 
uh, it comes to a point. The seam of the bag comes down on each side to a point. And on the bottom, it, the, the, the bottom of the bag is um, like the edges are on the table, but the inside of that is, is, is kind of up inside. So this will stand up yep. in your microwave. It won't fall over. Correct. Okay. Some brands have you vented and they have a place where you can tear to vent at the top. Mm -hmm. But this this does not. This this you don't have to vent it at all. You just put it in your microwave. You put it in there for ninety whole seconds. Minute and a half. Yep. Okay. Then you're gonna let it stand in there for a minute. Okay. And then you're gonna take it out and this brand has tabs on it and you can feel where it's cut here on the side. Okay. Um, and then you just rip that off. At the top. And yeah, and pour But if it. you can't find it, you, you can, can just, just take, take, a, a, a take a knife or scissors and yeah. clip it at the top right. to make a little, uh, to, to clip the top so you just pour the rice out. Right. You just pour the rice out on the mm -hmm. plate or the bowl. Yeah. Again, you can take, you know, if you cook a chicken breast um, or beef or whatever you want to use. Now, mm -hmm. um, you can use any of the flavors of that and mix it with it. Take your vegetables and you've got a meal. These are quick and easy meals. I'll tell you um, what we did in with less that. than ten minutes mm -hmm. with leftover meat. Mm -hmm. You can have a whole meal. What we did with that was we just fixed the rice, and then we got a can of refried beans. Open that, mixed it up, added a little seasoning, and had it with well, and then put whatever meat you know you want with. It. If you want some chicken, or you want a hamburger, or whatever with it, and um, and it made it a meal. I'm not a big Mexican food fan, and Adam likes Mexican food, so. Um, but it, it wasn't really. If if you're a true Mexican, you know, connoisseur, you're gonna say, "Ugh, I probably wouldn't like that." But for those of us that don't like a whole lot of flavoring, you know, a lot of spices, then that was. It's an interesting change, change up for a dinner and a very quick one. You know, you can. Um, there's all different kinds of taco seasonings out there. Mm -hmm. um, you can get the small packets. Mm -hmm. You can. Um, Take one of those packets and put 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 it with some beef. Um, now at the stores, they've got these little pieces of beef. They're not. Um, it's kind of like stew meat, but um, ground up a little bit more. But it's not like ground beef. Okay. And you can cook that. Has more I, texture to it. Yeah, I just put that in a skillet with the lid on it. I put a little pan in the bottom so it doesn't stick. Um, you don't have to see to do this. You just put it in there. You turn it after about a minute and a half, two minutes. Let it sit there for another two minutes or so with the lid on it. Um, mix it up. And I do I do like about five to six minutes. Mm -hmm. I don't even look at it. Now, if you're a person, though, who does not like to cook on the stovetop, then you can do, you know, what I might do with that. Well, I don't mind cooking on the stovetop, but I, I probably would just... Either put that on my grill or put it on my George Foreman type grill, which is a different brand, but the same Yeah, concept. and I know there's a way with Tupperware or something. Uh -huh. I'd put it in my Tupper grill Yeah, and just sit in the microwave for a couple minutes. But just, It'd be good to go. Um, you want to take that out. And what I like to do, um, there's not a whole lot of grease. Yeah. So what I like to do is use that 
um, and just very little bit of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put that taco seasoning on it. If it needs water, I'll put mm-hmm. water on it. But you can get you some burritos and put that meat in the middle. Mm-hmm. You can have your refried beans in it, add a little lettuce, tomato, sour cream, cheese, you know, all inside that burrito. Um, And I'll tell you how I fold my burritos. You take opposite sides. So as you're looking at it and you put your stuff from nine to three in the center of your burrito, you fold in nine o'clock and three o'clock. You take six o'clock and you fold it over and roll it up to 12. And you've got a perfectly rolled burrito. Okay. And, you know, the burritos, I like to put them in my microwave for about 10 seconds to get them warm. Mm-hmm. Makes them easier to work with when you're... Um, you put them in the microwave before you fill them. Yeah, before I fill yeah, them. Before I put you fill them, them in so they roll about, nice and good. Yeah, 10 yeah. seconds. I mean, when we were cooking for everybody, that was Samantha's job to make sure that all the burritos were warm when we were making them and we're looking forward to them again (laughs) i got some new recipes oh boy (laughs) there's um a couple of other staples that you can have in your kitchen and one is tuna you know you can take your tuna and do many different things with it and it doesn't have to be doing a whole lot i like to use the pouches of tuna because there's not as much water in it. You buy a can of tuna, and you squeeze, it, squeeze out the water, and you have a half a can left. And that's not going to even work for my cat. I mean, he has to have his little bit of tuna, too. So, I buy the um, Star Kiss tuna, um, the light tuna with um, water, and there's two size packages. Um, one's a family pack. It... It feeds four people. You know, if I make it into a tuna salad, which I add egg, uh, mayonnaise, and relish to it. And if I have a family pack, I put like two or three eggs with it. I dice it up, put that in with my tuna, a little salt and pepper, um, a spoonful of relish, and usually a spoon and a half of mayonnaise. And making tuna salad, you just have to try it. So, um, if you're doing the single package, of course, you would just maybe put one egg, um, a tea, two teaspoons of mayonnaise, maybe, mm-hmm. um, one teaspoon of relish, a little salt and pepper. Thing is, put it in there. You can always add more, but you can't take that mayonnaise out. So, add a little bit at a time. Take note of how much you put in it, mix it up, and, you know. And you can do a lot more with that package of tuna oh, than yeah. just make a salad. You can, you know, you can make you a cheesy tuna noodle casserole very easily. Um, if you uh, take that, the small package of tuna, you could take that small package of tuna and add it to um, a Stouffer's mac mac and cheese you know um and that's frozen yeah it's frozen the small size if well depending on how much you want to make the, the right. stuffers comes in two or three different sizes correct and this, i'll tell you it's the best mac and cheese out there i think this says it's for two people 
Um, so you can... That's a good thing because that's what we do, use it for is two people. Okay. Well, I mean, and you can add one or two small packages of, of tuna to this, but um, mm -hmm. to prepare the small one, it is, you're going to vent the corner. You're going to take it out of the box, mm -hmm. vent the corner. You're going to put it in your microwave for four minutes. Um, you're going to take the cover off and stir it. And you're going to put it back in the microwave for two more minutes. Then you let that stand for a minute. Or if you're, you know, put on that pot holder. Mm -hmm. You can take it out and uh, pour it in a bowl and add your tuna to it. Mm -hmm. Um... And then um, get a spoon and dig in each. I mean, <laughs> I've done that. But then you can also take that tuna and make those vegetables and that pasta that we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. and add tuna to it. That can be your meat in that right. instead of, say, your chicken or your pork chop, your and, uh, pork pieces. Or and, and the good thing is a tuna noodle casserole, usually they're pretty big. And you got to put those in the oven, and it's, it's something good and warm and healthy. Somewhat, I mean, you've got carbs and stuff, but um, it's it's yes, a decent meal put, yeah, that you, you can have that, during the summer. Right. That's quick. I mean, and it's not going to heat up your kitchen. Right. And the thing is, you can take that tuna noodle casserole uh, and turn it into a very healthy meal again with some broccoli or add the vegetables yeah the vegetable and now your broccolis and your cauliflowers and things like that are more healthy than say green beans peas are pretty darn starchy peas go good with tuna casserole but that's adding more of a starch to it and um and corn is especially i mean that's just like having potatoes or something so you know, you want to be sure that you're having that, that healthy vegetable with it. But they aren't going to take you a whole lot of time to prepare. Patty, we're about out of time today, but uh, cooking segments are fun now and then. And like I say, the listeners all seem to like them sometimes. And I appreciate you doing this today. Let's, let's do some more of this. Uh, we are looking forward to having all of those home-cooked meals at Roundabout <laughs> when we can go back in person. That'll be really fun. So, thank you much. We appreciate it. Oh, no problem. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598, or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio Eye at radioeye.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.